0: Christmas to you. This is Dick Foth with stories to make sense of it all. And I want to do something uh, as we approach the end of 2021 that I've not done before, and that is to reprise a previous program. We've never done it. We're going to do it today. And it's from Christmas of 2017, four years ago. And it's one of my favorite podcasts, simply because we have quite a cast of characters. I want you to meet a good friend of mine and I want you to meet the charges for whom she is responsible or was then and I'll let the program speak for itself. So I introduce you to seeing Christmas through a child's eyes. Here we go. So here I am sitting on a very low chair in a lovely room for preschoolers at Harmony Early Childhood Center commonly known as Harmony School, and I'm here with my friend Barb Melby, who teaches preschoolers and have for the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. So Barb, you could have done a lot of things, and I've known you for a number of years. Uh, You could have done a lot of things, but you chose, at least for these past 25 years, to teach preschoolers. Why?
1: Well, I got into teaching largely because I loved Uh, teaching this age to my own children. This was a fun age for my family. Not only enjoy this part of the awakening of a little child's mind and experiences in life, but I also wanted to be on their school schedule. So I started off into school because I wanted to be off in the summers and at Christmas when my family was off. And as I got into teaching, I realized that this three- to four-year-old range is really ideal. It's just a perfect... Uh, time where kids, everything's new. Everything's an introduction to wonderful experiences, wonderful opportunities. And there's not a lot of uh, testing and school readiness that you have to worry about. It's a lot of uh, developmental kind of experiences that we get to introduce to them. It's a great time to be involved with families. A lot of parents are starting off on this new child-rearing thing, and they want to be reassured that their kids are doing great and that they're doing a good job of being parents. So I get a chance to be there at that stage and say, look how, what a wonderful job your child is doing of growing up and learning. And so that's rewarding for me as well, to be involved with them.
0: So a child's brain between three and five, huge developmental stage, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. in just the cognitive stuff the experiential things mm-hmm. uh, life is a series of firsts uh, can you see a difference generally between a three-year-old and a four-year-old in terms of what they can do and I don't we don't need to get into a class and develop yeah. skills but but just uh, what are some of the differences?
1: Well, I think they're learning. They're learning a lot at this stage to use both sides of their brain at the same time. Okay. And so they're, and they're also learning to incorporate all their senses at one time, and that's why you see differences in kids at this age. Some kids do that quicker than others, and some of them, uh, they all have areas where they're kind of gifted, where they do things naturally. Some kids are very. Um, relationship oriented, and they, they get that relationship piece down really quickly. They make friends easily. Other kids are a little bit more cognitive, and they're they love the puzzle of things. Yeah. They love the puzzle of what alpha, the alphabet is and stuff. And so they really tend to have areas where they have strengths, and then other areas where they just need time to figure it all out.
0: How about art?
1: So, in art, they go from oh, a whole range of things. But most kids start at two and a half, three years old, where they're they're still sort of scribbling and they're making arms and legs come out of a circle for the, for yeah. the head, the, the head, the body, everything is one circle yeah. and then they get arms and legs and pretty soon they realize that that's not what I look like. I, my arms don't come out of my head so I have to start drawing a body and I have fingers and I have eyelashes and so they start adding all the details and that's when it's really great to see what of those details is important to them. Which is, you know, some of them really go for all the decorations on their, Clothes and other kids want to. They want to make themselves either really tall or they want to make themselves doing funny faces. So it's great to to have the child's personality come out in
0: that. I took a class in developmental psych one time way back in the dark ages, and if I remember correctly, four and five year olds, this age group, um, they of course they all love stories, mm-hmm. but they. But the difference between what is real and what's not real, what we would call fanciful and real, it's sometimes there's no line there. It's all yeah. one world, right?
1: Which is why the Christmas story in itself gets to be a little challenging because we talk a lot in our classroom about what is pretend and what's real when right. it comes to certain stories. Right. But we certainly want them to enlarge their imagination because that's what helps them to eventually in their life learn to hope, learn to dream, right. learn to, to um, anticipate, is that you have an ability to think of things that you can't see right now. And so those c- types of developmental opportunities where they get a chance to um, learn to be creative and learn to be imaginative are really important at this age. But you don't want them to live in that world either. You want them to understand, begin to understand that difference between the real sure. and, the, and the not real. It's great to... Um, they also think very literally. They think, I had a little girl very one concrete, time. Very right? concrete. Very concrete. This one little girl, her cousin came and was talking to her about school and said, well, what does your teacher look like? And she says, well, I don't know because she wears clothes. <laughs>
0: Well and, there you go.
1: Yes, <laughs> and I thought well, he did ask that question. And so they they do, they have such a one nobody yet has told them not to think like that. Sure. So they have a wonderful ability to put those my goodness. Those kinds, of, and their experiences together. You know, what what's happened in their own families or what's happened when they travel, they incorporate that, that into their play.
0: You know, this podcast is about stories to make sense of it all. Uh, studies show that a two-year-old will start telling their own stories. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes how they explain their worlds and as they age and, and how they um, maybe manage their worlds if mm-hmm. they're in a difficult kind of situation. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, I was just here watching your class share gifts, Mm -hmm. because we're here in, uh, what's this, December 19th, and they were sharing gifts, and several of the kids who brought gifts wanted to have that gift for them. Mm -hmm. They wanted to keep it. I thought to myself, "Well, that's how I am. <laughs> I, I, I buy things I, I like, like and give them to other people. I'd like to yeah. get this, or I buy, and give it to you."
1: That's exactly so. the way we are, and that's a sure thing. They were going to walk up to this whole table of presents wrapped, and the only one they knew what was inside was the one they brought. So <laughs> why not choose that one? Why not yes. Choose. So it was a huge, uh, a huge exercise in self-discipline today. It's the first time they've ever had to exchange a gift, um, come in and. Uh, And actually open something that they have no idea what it is, and then say thank you, even when it might not be something that's their favorite, something that they already have at home. And so we talk a lot about how we thank people that we thank the people for the gift, yeah. even if the gift is not what we expected. You know, it. but we thank people for what they've done for us. So some of those things, we're introducing the thought to them sure. that this is the way uh, we function and the way you can bless other people's lives. You know, and and up until then, this point, you know, it's kind of been about them. Sure. So we're sort of introducing those ideas that we can do things that make people feel better.
0: It was very interesting to me that you had the table with all the gifts on it and some of them were pretty large and some were smaller mm-hmm. but when the kids walked because they could just go pick up a gift mm-hmm. right for boys and girls yeah and I thought that they might go for the big ones
1: we've always thought that it but doesn't it, happen
0: but it doesn't Mm-mm. they why do you any thought
1: of no that? I you know and we have no idea they in fact the one girl gift that was left for the girl who wasn't here mm-hmm. was the biggest one there isn't and so? so they, some of them look at the wrapping paper and if yeah. they see that They're there's like Snoopy on the wrapping paper, then maybe there's Snoopy inside. Uh, or some of them like things that are shiny. Okay. Some of them have an idea of a shape of a package, but some of them, like my little friend Urban, he just, he really, you know, loved his, loves his friend Weston and he wanted Weston's present. Yeah. And Weston at some time during the day had had pointed showed you, it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we love That's
0: that. That's great. Yeah. So we've talked to the teacher. Now let's talk to the kids. See what they have to say about life and Christmas. I am sitting with a, a group of four-year-old friends. Are you all four? No. I'm four! No. I'm four! I'm four! I'm four! I'm three. Okay, we got a three. A couple of threes. A couple of threes. Okay. And, uh, okay, so we're going to go around the circle. I'm going to point at you. You say your name. Okay. Flaky. Weston. Burbank. Ellie. Savannah. Andrew. River. Benjamin.
1: Lily. Uh, Barb.
0: And Dick. So, <laughs> here we are. I'm sitting here with Mrs. Melby, who's your teacher in this class, and we want to just ask some questions about Christmas. I even wrote them down on a card, just a little bit. So, I'm just going to toss one out. So, here's the first question. What is the best Thing about Christmas. You
1: get to open
0: oh. presents.
1: Presents. You get to open presents. Mm-hmm. Two for
0: presents. Yes, River. Um,
1: Jesus birthday.
0: Well, there you go. Okay. So we've got presents. We got Jesus's birth. So do you? Do you like getting presents? Yeah. Yeah. We opened presents today. Oh, you did. Can we opened oh, yes. presents today. Yes. I got. I want, it's a fairy. You and got, I got and Elsa doll. And I got a transformer. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, do you I, like? Um, I got transformer too. You did. Me too. Wow. Do Do you like giving presents? Yeah. Yeah. Do yes. you, you like giving yeah. presents as much as getting presents? Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, come no. on. No. Oh, that's a hard question, isn't it? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. I All like giving presents Alright, here we go again. You you like you like getting right. them. Uh, yeah? here we, we go again. <laughs> okay. Mm. So well, this is somebody's birthday. And I'm so glad that you're giving presents to each other because it's my birthday. It's my birthday, right? No, no, no. Oh. It's not Alex's my birthday. Jesus' birthday. Jesus' birthday. Wow. So, like, is he here in the United States? Like, was he? Where, where was he born? Anybody know? In a manger. In a manger. In a stable. Where? In
1: the manger. manger. In Bethlehem. Okay,
0: one at a time. Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Okay, so we've got. He was born in a stable in Bethlehem in a manger. What's a manger? It's a bed. It's a bed. It's a place actually where cows would get their food, right? They, they would, and so they made a little bed for Jesus there.
1: What's inside the manger? Baby. Baby. Hey. Uh uh-huh. hey.
0: Do you know that? Do you know the song? Away in the, the manger"?
1: manger. We've you, talked about that, haven't we? I. Uh, my uh-huh. dad sang that to me one night.
0: Uh huh. Do you know it? Do you know that song? Is there any song that they might know?
1: We, well, we know a lot of songs from our Christmas program.
0: I know oh, what.
1: Bye, Mary Day Talk. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boys and girls, why was Jesus, why did they put Jesus in the manger in the hay? How come they stayed in the stable? Because yeah, there's no bed. Hmm? There's no bed. No bed where? where? No, room. no room. Mm, no room. No room
0: in the inn. Like the inn in the old days was like a hotel, you know, and they didn't have any, didn't have any rooms. Yes. -hmm. My my question is, do you know who who Jesus' mother was? What her name? Mary. Mary. How how about his his dad? That was Joseph. Joseph. Uh huh. And did they, did they have a long walk before they got to Bethlehem? Do you know? Yeah. Went a long way.
1: How come they came to Bethlehem? Because the baby was born. Well, how come they didn't stay home and have their baby? Because no bed. Huh? There's no bed. You don't remember why they had to come to Bethlehem? How did Mary get there? no bed. A donkey. Um, did the donkey Donkeys. bring Mary? How come they didn't drive a car? Because they don't have any cars. They didn't? And no road. And no roads? So Mm -hmm. they just had to walk. That's the dirt road.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Okay.
1: pretty good movie,
0: huh? And a, a donkey donkey's name was Boaz. donkey's name was
1: Boaz. And they could use, <laughs> use, <name> <laughs> use a bulldozer.
0: They could use a bulldozer.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hey, they? I made a yeah. star movie yeah. and Mary and Joseph made a Boaz. The right? donkey. That's the new movie.
0: That's the a new movie. Used. Okay. Yes,
1: so what mm. was in the sky? Ah, uh, a star. star. Okay,
0: there was star. a star in the sky.
1: And what is a star? It was God's special. messenger. Star. Sign. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a sign. sign. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this
0: is wonderful, and these are great.
1: Thank you, these are great answers. And tell them what you were dressed up like. <laughs> yeah. What? What did you, Were you dressed up like? You were sheep, weren't you? But some of you were something else. What were you? What were you going to be, Eloise? I was an I missed it. You missed it. Why?
0: Because you were sick. But she
1: was going to be an angel. What What are angels? was a star. No, what a are messengers. angels? Oh, they're messengers? Yes. They're only messengers. They're messengers. And what was <laughs> their message? What do you think they
0: said? A baby! baby. Mary's going to have a baby and they're going to name it Jesus. That's,
1: that's exactly right. And then did they sing? Were there lots of them? Yeah. What did they sing? Going to the highest. <laughs> <It was> good, <laughs> <isn't
0: it? laughs> they did. Yeah. That's great.
1: They had That's a wonderful good. party. They were so excited. My mistake
0: Well, before before I go, how about if I sang you a song? Should I do that? Yeah. Or is that too scary? Yeah. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Do you know this song? No. Away in a manger. Yeah. No crib the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus sleep on the hay. There's something about um, a four-year-old choir that has whimsy to it. It has a kind of innocence that just makes it fun. And fun is what you get when you work with preschoolers. They, the the way they see the world, (laughs) how they respond to things. So I asked Barb just to tell us a funny story, maybe a funny Christmas story from all these years, and she picked one out.
1: Well, one of my personal stories, because it was my granddaughter, she came into my classroom and was playing with the set that we have. And we ha- it has a manger, a stable with a manger, and it has uh, all the wise men. And our particular set has a little inn. And the inn has beds on the top. And it's a little Fisher-Price set that came from years ago. And, and she had heard the story of Christmas over and over again. So she had um, gone through the whole process of when Mary and Joseph got to the inn that the innkeeper said, I have no room. And she was saying this to herself as she marched the people across the table. And she said, I have no room. And she got to the inn, the little play set, and she saw these two beds on top. And she said, oh, look i found you room and for so in her mind the story was solved we didn't even have to go to the stable (laughs) But I love that part of their imagination, that they can actually enter into a story and then change it and, you know, go different directions with things. And, and we had a little boy today who was dropping his star into his ornament as we went through the whole Christmas program. And he in, informed us that that was the Death Star because he From had just star seen Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> yes. So we love just including our whole life in the Christmas story. Yeah, it's great.
0: That's great. Well, Barb Melby, thank you, so thank you for what you, you and your colleagues do, not just to shape kids, but to, uh, to shape the country and ultimately shape mm-hmm. the world. Thanks a million. You're welcome. Can't think of a better way to end this Christmas podcast than to um, have the kids sing to us one more time and say goodbye. What a fun time. Well, here we are back in 2021, and I was just thinking, I have no clue what an angel choir sounded like in the skies over Bethlehem. I know it scared the bejeevers out of the shepherds, but but I have a feeling that it's hard to beat a choir of four-year-olds belting out Go Tell It on the Mount. Well, as we come to this Christmas Day in just a few days, I pray that your insight into what it means to invite light into darkness, to be bathed in it, if you will, will be something that becomes very real if it's not already. And I pray that in this coming year, 2022, that your understanding of who God is through Jesus Christ will be very, very real. So that not only is transformative for us, for you, for me, but for those around us as well. Thanks a million for listening in, for subscribing. And this is Dick Foth signing off at the end of 2021. And I'll catch you in the new year. God bless.